0: Fantasy Fuel is powered by Pole Sports. Get instant fantasy football advice through real-time polls by visiting polesports.com. I'm just going for a ride. If things going to add up, it's off to the way though, you know what I mean? Alright, welcome back to another edition of Ride Realistic Individual Defensive Evaluation, and I am your host, Johnny Jr. This week we are going to, uh, it's going to be more than what I've done in the past because, of course, we're getting closer to the regular season. And that means I have less time to get these out before you guys do your draft. So I'm going to do my best to do a bunch of teams at a time. And today we are going to focus on the NFC North. There's been a lot of shakeup and a lot of guys that have played on multiple teams in this same division. So we're going to start off. uh, If you're watching me, you can see that we are starting off with Haha Clinton Dix. Now, he had been a staple on a team, a salary cap dynasty team I did for a while. Uh, I had him all five years I was in that league, and he did me great. He was consistent, but he never really had those insane performances. You know, every once in a while, you know, he'd give you your eight, ten tackles and then throw an interception on top of that, and that would be your great, awesome week. Uh, for haha, ha Clinton Dix. But most of those years that I had him, in fact, th- in fact, I think all five of those years I had him, he was a Green Bay Packer. Uh, he was traded to the Washington Redskins, and pretty much kept doing the same exact thing. But now, now he is a Chicago Bear, so he's going to be looking to intercept passes from. Aaron Rodgers instead of watching him from the sideline. So that is going to be an interesting way to uh, uh, heighten that Bears-Packers rivalry. So let's look at some stats here from Ha Clinton-Dix over the years. He has been very consistent. (laughs) Anywhere between 62 and 83 tackles. That's pretty consistent for a safety. Uh, Anywhere between 12 and 28 assists. Again, that's normal. It's his other stats that have gone up and down, uh, talking about his uh, interceptions and, and sacks. He's only had one year where he had more than one sack, which isn't uh, you know too out of the ordinary when you're talking about safeties. Uh, his interceptions, uh, his first year in the league, one, second year, two, third year, five. That, that was probably one of the better years from him. He had five, uh, five interceptions, seven passes deflected, And the last couple of years, he's had three of each. So as far as IDP goes, this guy is just, like I've said a number of times already, and we say here on Fantasy Fuel all the time, consistent. So if you're not willing to uh, go out and get a guy like Jamal Adams or in years past Rashad Jones, who just were ball hawks and were getting sacks and interceptions and forced fumbles, everything you can think of. You can wait and you can take a guy like Haha ha Clinton Dix, which I believe is a really good pairing with Eddie Jackson. And because Eddie Jackson's a ball hawk, Haha ha Clinton Dix doesn't have to be, and he never really has been. So I think he could end up getting more tackles because they could bring him down in the box and let Eddie Jackson be the over the top guy. But. I'm not sure how the Bears plan on using Haha Clinton Dix. And uh, I'm going to love watching him play because obviously, uh, us at Fantasy Fuel, we live in Wisconsin, so we see the Bears Packers rivalry and we hear the fans talk back and forth about these guys. I'm looking forward to that. Now, Haha Clinton Dix is a Chicago Bear. And. As you can see on the screen, if you're watching on YouTube, I have a picture of uh, another former Chicago Bear, now a Packer, and that is Adrian Amos. He is just, he's almost a clone of Haha ha Clinton Dicks. His numbers are very, very similar. He's not a ball hawk. He doesn't get many sacks, but he fills in that spot almost perfectly. Now, depending on how Matt Lafleur is going to run this defense, that could be exactly what they need because we all know the Packers' defense has not been very good over the years, at least, at least the last few years. But this guy, he he's not going to be he's not going to be taken very high in drafts either, and uh, that's not bad. That is not bad at all. Uh, again, if you're playing in Leagues like I am in, he, where we have 11 defensive starters and you can have uh, multiple different flex plays, this guy, he, he'll be a great flex play. And if you uh, kind of punt on the safety position, he he's one that you can get a lot later. And uh, in salary cap type situations, you can get him cheaper. He's not uh, one of those super superstars, but he will do the job. And that's kind of what the Packers need is just somebody who will do the job that way. Some of the other playmakers um, can do what they need to do, um, but uh, it's he's not exciting. Uh, right around 60 tackles a year is what you're going to get out of him. Right around 10 assists, and once in a while you'll get a forced fumble or fumble recovery or an interception. But please don't hold your breath because uh, it's probably not going to happen. Although if this packers defense can turn it around and get some pressure maybe you'll see something different it might not be Adrian Amos but it could be uh, somebody else in that uh, defensive backfield for the packers to catch our eyes we'll we'll put it that way they've got some young guys like you know Jair Alexander and Kevin King that could jump out at you if they can actually get some pressure now we can move along to a former Packer again, Mike Daniels. This is an interesting one. Mike Daniels was released by the Packers not that long ago and almost immediately scooped up by the Lions. Apparently, Mike Daniels loves uh, Matt Patricia, and he loves the way he does his defense. And Mike Daniels has, well, how do I put this? He has been... Mostly a disappointment as far as fantasy goes. Probably because up until literally just a couple of days ago, he has been considered a defensive end in fantasy football. And again, if you're playing in leagues like I am in, where you have 11 defensive starters and you have to play defensive tackles, now Mike Daniels is considered a defensive tackle. And that's got me a little excited. I'm not going to lie. I have him in a couple of spots just because he's always been hyped up around my you know area in Wisconsin as a guy that should be good, should be good, should be good, and he just he hasn't quite got there um, around four or five sacks a season. And that's not enough for a defensive end to be worth a lot in fantasy football because he doesn't make up for it with his tackles. He only gets around 25 to 30 tackles a year and, you know, seven, eight tackles for a loss. That's not enough to be a guy that you can put in your lineup every single week. But now that he is on the Lions and now that he is a defensive tackle and he can get into a little bit more of a rotation because the Lions defensive line is actually looking pretty decent. But again, he is going to be a defensive tackle. And if he can get those five sacks seven eight tackles for a loss and 20 some tackles that's actually good enough for somebody that you have to start at a very weak position overall so i'm a little excited about mike daniels finally getting a chance to be fantasy relevant Um, and again he's not somebody that you are going to have to uh Reach to pick in an IDP draft, and he's not going to cost you much in a salary league. So he's a perfect flyer. He's a perfect candidate for I can wait and I'll take my chances. I have not had a very good defensive tackle in most of my leagues because I just don't feel like spending uh, a lot on a position like that. But maybe I'll get lucky and maybe he can be one of those new uh, not quite in Sioux type fantasy players, but you know if he's anywhere close to that, I would be extremely satisfied. Now we got one one team left in the n f c Norse and that is the Minnesota Vikings and I would like to talk about a certain player, Anthony Barr now <laughs> for you people watching on YouTube, if you are. A Wisconsin person, you're not going to like the picture I have in the corner, but I had to put it there. It is Anthony Barr taking Aaron Rodgers down, and that is a sore spot all around Wisconsin. But we are talking about the fantasy relevance of Anthony Barr. He came out of college, and he was supposed to be an amazing pass rusher. And maybe he is, but fantasy stats are not adding up as if he were. He has only ever recorded, at most, four sacks in a season. That's not very good. And he gets about 50-ish tackles a year, and that's not that great either for a linebacker. And only half a dozen tackles for a loss. It's just, there's not enough there. I mean, he's a good spot start if you can just get lucky and get him on a day that he does get a sack or a couple tackles for a loss. Something like that. I mean, he only has one interception on his career. And he. there's enough other guys on Minnesota's defense, and I have them. Uh, Harrison Smith, uh, Eric Kendricks, guys like those, those. Those are the guys that are going to get you your fantasy points. This guy, he is a, mm, a low-end linebacker and... Unfortunately, he probably still goes higher than he should just because everybody thinks he's such a speedy guy and he's going to get to the quarterback. But he really hasn't shown that yet. And I'm still staying away from him. There probably isn't a round that I would even take him in unless it was he fell to like the last rounds of an entire draft that had IDP in it. I do not like the inconsistency. Of Anthony Barr well that's the end of the NSU North but I have one player left that I would like to give just a little bit of a flyer flare to so we're gonna go back to the Packers this this whole episode seems like it's revolving around them so we might as well go back one more time and I would like to talk about Montrevius Adams now the Packers got rid of Mike Daniels and they don't have a whole lot to go on on the defensive line. It's really, it, it's it's incredible the lack of uh, name recognition that we have in Green Bay on the defensive line. Dean Lowry and their rookie, Rashawn Gary, who's going to have to work himself in Uh, to the lineup. Obviously, they have Kenny Clark, and he is a bona fide starter. He looks like he's going to be the man. But other than that, Montrevious Adams is going to have every opportunity to get that starting role and hopefully get some sacks. Now, I've got his stats from last year up on the screen if you're watching on YouTube. He had one tackle and one assist through the first nine weeks of last year. Then he finally started getting a little bit. Not much, not enough to be fantasy worthy, but he did get a sack in Week 10, a couple tackles here and there. He had a force, uh, force fumble or a fumble recovery um, and uh, a few assists in the last game of the season versus the Lions, three tackles, four assists, so maybe they found something here in montravius Adams it's worth a late round flyer especially in leagues that you have to play multiple defensive linemen and I am in a couple of those so I'm going to be looking here very shortly once all the waiver wires open up in the dynasty leagues that I'm in I'm gonna look for montravius Adams he is a guy that I like his opportunity and that's In fantasy football, that's where it's at. Opportunity. You've got to have the opportunity to get those stats. So if he's on the field, even if it's like the depth chart I'm looking at, they say he's a rotational player, but they don't really have a starter for defensive ends. They say he's a rotational player, and he's going to get about 60% of the snaps, which is way, way more than he got last year. So... If he can get 60% of the snaps, I'm. it's not out of the question that he could get six to eight sacks on the year and 20 to 30 tackles, a few tackles for a loss, and that's enough, you know, to get him in your lineup once in a while. You know, if injuries happen or the bye weeks are coming, he should be able to. Now, if he doesn't take advantage of his opportunity, that's a whole different story. So that's probably going to do it for me uh the nfc north is also you know of course uh very near and dear to us in wisconsin so we hear a lot of the trash talk i go to work i have vikings fans bears fans packers fans Uh, i don't think i have any lions fans at work i used to work with one but yeah we don't have any lions fans but i hear it from all the angles The NFC North is always fun. It's usually up for grabs. This year is definitely interesting. I'm not counting out anybody yet, but I don't have a whole lot of faith in the Lions this year. But any of the other three teams, I could see winning this division. And it's probably going to be whoever has the tightest ship run on defense. And Of course, right now, everybody thinks that's the Bears, and everybody... After that, thinks probably the Vikings have the best defensive line. I can't argue with that. And the Packers are young, and hopefully a new coach is going to produce some kind of defensive talent so Aaron Rodgers doesn't have to try and win all the games for him, even if they're down by multiple touchdowns. But that's going to do it for me. Uh, I want to thank you for listening, watching. Uh, You can find us anywhere spotify apple podcast iHeartRadio. radio you can find us interact with us on facebook.com slash fantasy fuel you can find us on twitter at fantasy fuel you can give us a call uh we're going to be having a listener league here pretty darn soon we've got the midwest fantasy football expo that we will be at just one week it is going to be amazing we're doing a charity draft ...against all the industry experts, so that's going to be great. And again, like I said, you can give us a call. Uh, That's going to be part of our listener league, how we're going to do that. And that is going to open up right after the Midwest Fantasy Football Expo. And that number is 608-492-3443. So if you want more information about that before we actually get it live, I can give you what we have, but I can't give you everything yet. Uh, If you want our... Mock drafts. We just did a mock draft for our 100th episode. That was last week. You can find our mock drafts, our rankings, and all our YouTube videos at FantasyFuelPodcast.com. If you'd like to catch some audio dramas, I voice a character called Isaac Carrillo in The Veiled Monarch, which now you can go to the TheVeiledMonarch.com. And I will be in an offshoot of that same series called The Veiled West. And that will be premiering at the end of this coming week. So that's going to be fun. And uh, yeah, I guess that's going to do it. So again, thanks for listening. And don't forget to stay fueled up this fantasy season.